Hey wrestling fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we continue to take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hola. And our resident Jester Jolie. Sup. All right, well, before we get cracking, uh, we did have a lot of change of plans regarding this show um, due to like scheduling second vaccine shots and everything like that. Our trip across the pond is going to have to wait, and we didn't get a chance to get predictions in. But we have all the backlash to talk about. The show just ended. So joining us is a good friend of the show from World Elite, our friend Dylan. What's up, brother? Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for having me on. Nah, doing good. You doing? How you doing? I'm good. Uh, how are y'all? Nah, doing good. Doing good. Um, I was doing okay until I saw that fucking end in a backlash. Oh, Jesus Christ! Why is it on every pay per view? It's a good show until the very end. It's like one of those like what the fuck moments. Seriously, Kayla, <laughs> help me. Kayla, help me out here. You ask why is it a good pay-per-view and at the end it's always a what the fuck moment? Well, that's a WWE pay-per-view for you. <laughs> you know, it's it wouldn't be a pay-per-view if you didn't have the WTF moment. It's just like, what does this have to do with anything? What does this have to do with the storyline? And I'm, you know, it's just, I actually want to give, you know, Roman kudos because he was the only one like, okay, I ain't gonna, you know, beat your ass i mean i've already beat your ass already i'm not gonna you know continue so it's just like go ahead go ahead cuz and i guess you know look to Seth. like go ahead it's all yours you know but um hey that's a wwe pay-per-view if there wasn't a w2 uh what the fuck moment in it then i would honestly (laughs) think they were sick or something because you know it happens regardless if it's uh even if it's a one okay I think Kayla froze. Okay. Well, while we're waiting for her to come back up, Dylan, what'd you think about Ben and then? Honestly, I'm the only one I think that actually I uh, liked it. Uh, this whole Roman Reigns uh, style change is something that's been needed for such a long time. Uh, changing to the tribal chief, the head of the table, and even changing that god awful theme song that he's been carrying for the longest time ever since the shield even broke up. He still carried <laughs> it with him. So I think it was time to get rid of it. And honestly, I think I'm one of the very few that actually liked the theme song. I actually, I'm just thinking it fits them pretty well. So honestly, with the ending, I didn't mind it too much. I think him and Cesaro tore the house down. Uh, mm-hmm. and they did very well together. And I think Cesaro just earned himself another opportunity sometime in the future. But seeing the end of it, it looks like maybe a Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, maybe a heading towards uh, Hell in a Cell, maybe. But he just beat the hell out of Cesaro at the end. So I think he's just renewing that feud that they had at WrestleMania together. Right. Oh, man. Someone's going to Hell in a Cell after that shit. Uh, now, Jolie. Yeah. Now, Jolie, I know Seth's not your favorite, but you do have some thoughts on this, <laughs> I know. Well, number one, Roman's new theme music is definitely uh, boss-level music. Like, you know, in a video game or a movie where you hear that movie, that music, you know you've done fucked up. you're gonna die so i do appreciate that i actually like the fact that he was able to beat cesaro without help that's that's good that that's that actually made it better for roman in the sense that while yes he does have a lackey he can do things on his own now seth seth number one did you walk underneath paint sprayer or some shit like that because that was god awful that was 
not drip, dude. That was fucking trash. Becky, fix your man's tablets, please, for love of God. But I'm seeing this as uh, Cesaro versus Seth in Hell in a Cell. And then Seth finally getting his shot at SummerSlam. Because if you notice the colors of the suit, they are reminiscent of SummerSlam colors. So it was kind of like foreshadowing that, you know, I'm coming for the title. But right now I have business to deal with. And honestly, I love the match between Cesaro and um, Seth at Mania. And I will say this, every match tonight, even the zombie match, did not upset me. I, I enjoyed the show, the show top to bottom. And mm-hmm. thank you, Peacock, for finally putting in a pause button. <laughs> oh, my God. I, they did. I'm like, because I was watching something else and I wanted to have my focus on that. Right. I was able to pause it. I was like, oh, and we can rewind shit now. Thank you. Thank, Thank God. you. <laughs> I still don't like the fact that I'm like 30 seconds behind Twitter. Like WWE needs to fix their, their Twitter account because they literally tweet shit out right as it happens. So they need to fix that. For real. Oh, man. All right, Kayla, I know you froze there for a second and everything. Did you want to finish up your thought? No, just saying, um, regardless if it's a w- WTF moment that we like or don't like, you know, if it didn't have it, then like I said, WWE, I would think they were crazy or sick because that's what they do. So exactly, exactly. All right. So Dylan, match of the night yes. is what? I'm going to go Roman Reigns and Cesaro. I okay. uh, did not care for pretty much any other match that was on there except for the opener. I think the triple threat women's title match, they did well. The rest of the ones did not catch my interest whatsoever. And, and I got to disagree on the whole zombie thing. That was not for me. I think that that was such an unnecessary thing that happened. And, and it's like during the match, they kind of they didn't know how to get into the ring. But like the moment the match ended, they somehow figured out how to get into the ring and get to the Miz. I don't know. That just wasn't for me. All righty. Kayla? Um, match of the night. Um, I am going to agree with Dylan with Roman Reigns and Cesaro. Um, Cesaro worked his, you know, worked his butt off for that match. Um, and it would have been honestly perfect if Reigns would have tapped out to the S-lock. You know, because he did say, you know, DB, I got, I got your, um, I, I got, got your boy. Uh, yeah, I got your boy here. You know, and it would have been moment, you know, been great that he would have tapped out to it. But, you know, it didn't work. So, um, <laughs> so I'd have to say Reigns and Cesaro would probably definitely be the match of the night for me. All and right. Then huh? No, I'm good. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. No, and I was just saying, uh, no, we'll get to it later. Never mind. Move on. I'm good. All right. <laughs> Jolly? I am actually going to disagree with the both of you guys. I'm actually going to go with the opening match of the triple threat with Charlotte, Rhea, and Asuka. Asuka did a wonderful job putting over Rhea. She had so much offense in that match. She was fantastic. And can we just talk about fucking Charlotte slaying in her Cruella DeVille 100 Dalmatians <laughs> motif? I fucking loved it. And she also had a little bit of Queen of Hearts in her, in her um, cape that she wore. Yeah. So that was just absolutely fantastic. And I, I, I noticed there's a theme now with the horsewomen so far. Two out of the four are going fucking crazy. It was happening with Bailey and it was happening with Charlotte. So if we could get the four horsewomen mad queen edition, 
That would be yes. fucking awesome. Like, if you just had these four women just run roughshod on everybody and with no fucks to give, I think that would be fucking perfect. But yeah, no, the opening match, the opening and closing matches are the matches that I always pay most attention to. If you don't have a good opening match, your show's going to fall flat. That match gave us everything that we wanted. It, it gave us um, teamwork from Asuka and Rhea to take out Charlotte. It gave Charlotte um, the opportunity to look as strong as she really is. It gave Asuka the chance to put over Rhea again. It also gave Charlotte the ability to put over Rhea again. And for what you're saying, again, she put over Bianca and Rhea at Royal at the Royal Rumble. And I don't care what you say. Like, you can argue with me all you want. Like, that's actually what happened. Charlotte has literally handpicked the two successors right now for the women's division and Bianca and Rhea. So I, I think she's doing everything she can to elevate the women's division until Becky comes back and Sasha comes back. So the, the opening match was definitely the match of the night for me. And Dave LaCreca, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think uh, Thunder Rosa kicked him hard enough. <laughs> beautiful <laughs> oh speaking of four horse women it's like i said on the it's like i said in our um mess i said on our it's like early in the week someone's listening to the show someone's like getting a glimpse of the show because lo and behold kaylee ray wants the same four on four match with the champions versus the four, four horse women make this happen survivor series please change it up this year becky get your ass back so it can happen all right i'll, I'll get off my horse still <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as my match of the night and everything, I actually have to go with the triple threat for the raw for the for the WWE title because it's like that one. It's like you didn't know what was coming. It's like Drew. Oh my god, him throwing Braun around like a rag doll and everything. And it's just like with Drew, and also with Drew like splashing Bobby into the LED boards and everything. It's like damn it's just like that thing like had like one thing or that match had like one thing or another so it's like that one's yeah so it's like that one was mine mine for the night that was my second favorite match because it honestly made all big men look strong no matter what the outcome was and it also um uh-huh. it didn't hurt any of them it, honestly you know Braun still looks strong that spear from fucking uh bobby was great going through the light um uh, the LED board, another, like, you know, throwback to when Braun put him through it. You know, it was just, it was a very good big man match. And the only thing was missing, and you guys are going to hate me for saying this, but their certain music should have hit after that match to set up for SummerSlam. Sorry, Brock's music should have hit then. That would have been perfect. I really want Brock back for that match between him and Bobby Lashley. I'm sorry. It's a match I've been if wanting does for- come back. Let it be a one. If it does come back. Yeah. If he, I mean, if he does, but I'm like, it's the match that most of us who have watched both Bobby and Brock from back in the day, you know, have wanted. Yeah. It's like, you know, but Brock back then was a pussy and I guess he still is a pussy if he can't pull his head out of his ass and make that money because <laughs> that is a title fight worthy purse right there. You know, win or lose, you're going to make bank off doing that match. Yeah. Like hell, make it a one off and everything. Oh jeez! All right. So, who do we think is going to go uh, for who? Who do we think Bobby's getting next for the title? Dylan. Oof. God, I wish you wouldn't have came to me first. Uh, I got it. I got yeah, it. I if, if, if you want to wait, Dylan, I got you. I got you. You you, you can think a minute. I already right, got go this. Ahead. Keith right, go ahead. Keith Lee, one hundred percent. Keith fucking mm. Lee, man. Dude, sitting at home doing absolutely nothing. If uh, you know he's training, getting ready, you know, doing wedding stuff. Okay, that's fine. 
But come get that title for your uh, march down the aisle, big boy. Keith Lee. I tweeted this out earlier. We want Keith Lee back. Please. Please, my boy. My boy. <laughs> That's actually a good one. Kayla, who do you think? I was actually myself thinking Keith Lee. When you asked the question, that was the first one that popped in my head because um, technically he should have been the one that had that U.S. title but didn't get that opportunity. So um, Bobby's next challenge, just like uh, he would probably piss his pants just like Brock Lesnar did. Be like, who the hell is this dude? (laughs) So yeah, Keith Lee versus um, Bobby Lashley for WWE Championship. Make it happen. Yeah, really. All right, Dylan, who'd you think? Yeah, that's honestly a really good answer. So I'm going to roll with Keith Lee as well. I don't really watch Raw too often because it's, it's kind of becoming unwatchable right now with how bad things have been going. So I'm going to just stick with Keith Lee. I think that's a really good answer by both of them. It has been getting better, though, last few weeks. It has been getting better. Yeah, I kind of tune in sometimes, but I don't know. It's Jason just... Jordan has been doing a fantastic job bringing both products up, both on Raw and SmackDown. The fact yeah. that I was able to actually watch Raw all the way through I mean, yeah, I had it muted because I was doing other stuff at the time, but it's like it's the first time I literally watched all the way through and the fact that the women are getting highlighted more. And speaking of the women, congrats to Tamina and Natty. That that SmackDown match. I was crying with Tamina. So and I got to meet her a couple of years ago. Next to Becky and Charlotte, she's probably one of the most humblest people you will ever meet. Like she just loves the fans, loves the WWE universe, and it sucks that it took over ten years for or ten years for her to actually get a title. Right. I mean, uh, no offense to Natty, but she's a little bit more talented than Natty, and she should have gotten a women's championship before <laughs> Natty. But you know, I'm just so happy for those two. And please break up Shayna and Nia, please, <laughs> please, please, <yes>. please, <laughs> all of them, please, all of them, from all of us here, please break break them the hell up. Yes. Oh, and it was so wonderful to see like everyone like pouring outpour of love to like Tamina to Tamina and Nat- Natty, especially to Tamina and everything because of how long that she's uh had to fight to fight to get hers. And it was so cool. I sent y'all the picture and everything. It's like she had a FaceTime with Sasha showing her the title. Team bad forever. <laughs> well, I think what else is great, oh. it wasn't just WWE wrestlers. It was indie wrestlers. It was AEW wrestlers. It was wrestlers that were fired. It was men and women. It was the one time that the actual internet wrestling community did not bitch about something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We need more of those feel-good moments to shut these motherfuckers up. I mean, I swear to God. Oh, man. It's like, yeah, because it's like, especially like earlier with like the whole zombie thing and everything. Like like you said, with Dave LaGreca, he turned off, say, worst, paper, worst pay-per-view ever. And then everyone was like bitching about it so much and but someone brought it up like okay but AEW has this this and that and y'all want to bitch about this really i'm still waiting for the ring to explode (laughs) i mean okay it was a one-off match yes it wasn't for everybody yes it was done a little bit odd but think about it these are probably indie guys that are training at the pc with these guys or you know just local guys that could actually say hey i was a bunny and a zombie and now i'm a champion for wwe like you know that's a fucking cool ass story to tell your kids one day like you know i got to be like an extra for a movie you know it was promoting batista's movie which you know it was kind of ingenious at the same time at least it wasn't fucking aliens zombies a little bit more real than aliens to me (laughs) so was it cheesy was it a one-off yes is it gonna happen again probably not no so it's just like you know you can't say oh it's the worst thing ever Katie Vick, motherfuckers, do not get me fucking started. Or how about the time they pulled, oh, um, 
Big Show's father behind a hearse in the coffin. You know, it was a one-off zombie thing, and you guys made a fucking sex tape with a dead woman in a coffin. Really? This is the worst thing? This? This? Dave LaGreca, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I would love to go toe-to-toe with you on this. <laughs> but that's why I said, now show me on the Vin stall where he hurt you. Paging Dave LaGreca, paging Dave LaGreca. <laughs> paging Thunder Rosa, can you kick him again? yeah it's like i'm waiting for round two with those with those two and everything <laughs> i'm so pissed i missed it but oh well oh shit it was it was a cool it was a cool interesting twist to a lumberjack match because it's like usually the lumberjacks are around the ring it's like people slide out they beat him up slide him back in and everything but it was like a cool interesting twist so people need to chill out oh man all right well you want to talk about feel good moments and everything ray and dominic Oh my God. It's like, that's like a hell of a feel good moment. It's like, I saw like people on Twitter were like congratulating both of them and everything. And it's like, Dylan, I don't know about you, but it's like, I almost thought that match wouldn't happen. Or it's like, I thought Ray was going to get another partner at first. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Uh, and when I saw cause I didn't watch the pre-show, so I was unaware of any attack that maybe have happened or anything like that. But then I saw that. It, same here. Yeah. Uh, that they rolled Dominic out and I said, well, okay, Ray's going to find another partner or whatever like that. So he came out by himself and the match started. I said, okay, maybe not another partner. And then it's kind of predictable that Dominic's going to find his way out there, start the whole match with, you know, two on two. And it was also kind of predictable that they were going to win. Uh, after Dominic comes out, there's no way they're losing that match. Uh, but it was definitely a uh, feel good moment for both of them uh, to make history uh, winning those titles. So I'm very happy for him. Yeah, definitely. Kayla? Um, I will start saying congrats to Ray and Dominic. Um, it was a historical moment, obviously. And when I, I just knew it, I had told my mom because we were watching, she says, oh, great, he's out. And I said, no. I said, watch this. I said, don't. And that's when I texted, I texted Kat and Jolie in the text. And I said, I said, no, Ray said he's got it. Ray's going to come out there. He's going to fight. He might, he might act like, you know, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, <laughs> Dominic's going to come out there. Don't, don't underestimate him. He's a Mysterio. He's going to make his way. And then it was just like forever. It was like that moment where Ray's like, I ain't tagging you in. And, and you know, Dominic's like, dad, I don't care. You know, it's like, he kept <laughs> yelling, like, just tag me in. And the moment, you know, he finally distracted Ziggler and he got up on the ring and did the frog splash. And, and then the moment when they were talking about saying the whole thing about Eddie Guerrero and they win the titles just, you know, was just a feel good moment. And I, hopefully they can have a good run with it. I don't want them to, you know, lose them so quickly. <laughs> so um, congrats guys. Well-deserved. And yeah, I've just lost a train of thought there. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and here I thought she froze again. No, no. Right. no. It was just like, I had something on my mind after I said congrats. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> all right all right chester go ahead i actually enjoyed the match ray showed why he can can he can still do what he does even with all the injuries you know oh and speaking go, going back to the zombie thing right okay. an eye for an eye match really you're gonna call the zombies worse than that stupid eye for an eye match get the fuck out of here but <laughs> but anyway um no, it, it was definitely feel good. You kind of had an idea that uh, Rude and Ziggler were going to run run their course out, which, you know, as as much as it sucks because they're actually a very awesome heel tag team, and I kind of hope they do stay together or they do go for singles titles. Um, I could definitely see them throwing their hat in for the 
um, Intercontinental title um, eventually because Robert Roode and Ziegler are amazing wrestlers. And, you know, I'm so sick of people. Why are they on my screen? Why are they on my screen? Because they're damn good fucking wrestlers. If you don't mm-hmm. like it, there's an off button. Hit it. I mean, Ziegler is probably one of the top 10 heels in all of WWE right now. So is Rude. I mean, they are just fantastic heels. And it's nice to have clean, like, not clean cut heels, but like people that you know are fucking heels. And it doesn't matter what they do or how they change. They're always going to be heelish bastards. So, and I do like the fact that it was Dominic that pinned Rude. And I like the fact that he was able to put over Dominic. I thought that was actually um, a good moment for both of the, both of them. So am I happy about it? Yep. I kind of just can't wait for Chad Gable and Otis to take the titles off of them. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a big fan of those two together. So, and I think that they deserve tag titles. So, I mean, it's, it's as history making as it is, I want somebody else and I want Ray to let Dominic shine in singles more than tag. Okay. Do you think by uh, SummerSlam, uh, we could possibly get a Uso reunited? Uso's reunited? I think we're going to have an Uso feud. That's true. I honestly think that, you know, I was kind of hoping that Jimmy would come out and like smack the shit out of his brother. But no, we got fucking set tripped in SummerSlam colors. Um, I guess they're they're painting the set somewhere and he just happened to walk underneath it. And looks like, you know, a seagull just took a, a colorful shit on him. Seth and, walked by and a bucket fell on him. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I thought that would have been the perfect time to start setting up Jimmy versus Jay. Right. Because, you know, it, it's already Jimmy versus Roman is in is there. It's done. You have Naomi talking shit, too, on uh, on her end. On oh, Twitter. yeah. So, like, it, it's already being established that there's going to be a feud. Now, who could he team up with? He could team up with Cesaro. He could also maybe team up with Big E. He has allies. Um, whereas Roman only has Jimmy or Jay. So... It's definitely yeah. going to be an, a very interesting concept to see what happens. But I, I don't think we're going to get the Usos together anytime soon. Um, I think that this is a story that has to play out with them feuding before they come back together, whether, you know, Jay finally or Jimmy finally bends the knee like Jay did. But um, I kind of want to get the nobody's bitch shirt. I really kind of like that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Oh, man. So. So it's like yeah that's definitely on my uh my wish list and everything yeah, oh I'm, by the way Julie, you'll love this chan man i was gonna say no I, I would get that shirt just to wear to the gym saying like you know i'm nobody's bitch <laughs> right no you know you, you'll you'll like this you because you just mentioned it like five seconds ago chan man tweeted out on uh twitter after watching wwe watch along i'm convinced that brock lesnar will return to face bobby lashley very soon it, it makes the most sense there, yes, there are plenty of big guys and good guys who can go against him for the title. We could see Orton go against him. I think that would be a slapper of a match. You know, even another Riddle versus um, Bobby Lashley match. Shelton versus Bobby. You know, there, there are so many things that they could do with Bobby Lashley. And again, I'm so thankful that Leo Rush is no longer with the company because I could not deal with his fucking bullshit and his the ass man and the posing. You know, I'm glad that he's got MVP in his corner because I, I, it's like one of our guys said, you know, he makes your skin crawl, but that's because that's what a good manager does. That's what a great heel manager does. And MVP is one of the best in the business. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, mm. I, I enjoy him as the, the heel, but the only thing that makes sense with him being champion and not saying that Bobby Lashley does not deserve the championship. He absolutely 100% he 
deserves that championship. He's deserved that championship multiple times over in this company. And he just got screwed over and screwed out of it multiple times. Mm -hmm. But the most perfect sense is for him to finally get that proverbial jackass off of his back. And that is Brock Lesnar. (laughs) It is the one thing that has been kind of, you know, what a tornado and a hurricane come together. Like you want to see the destruction and, I want to see what a Bobby Lashley versus I want to see the Hurt Lock versus the F5. Right. Uh, Dylan, what do you think about all that? I think it makes the most sense for uh, for Brock and Bobby to go at SummerSlam. I think I read something on Twitter the other day that they're so I think SummerSlam they may have fans over there. So why not in front of fans have a, a big matchup like Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley? I think it just makes the most sense right now. Yeah, Kayla. I'm going to agree with Dylan and Jester. I mean, Bobby Lashley and Brock, um, a lot of people say they, you know, either love them or you hate them. But right now I think that pop of Brock coming back and having that match, you know, would be wonderful. Cause I mean, obviously Bobby's already said He's he wants Brock, it, yeah. you know, so he wants Brock and I'm pretty sure Brock is sitting home on his ass doing whatever he's doing and saying, I want Bobby. So <laughs> yeah, definitely would be a SummerSlam match. Um, nothing else so yeah it seems like they're waiting on fans for a lot of stuff because lo and behold i thought the next pay-per-view was going to be money in the bank and, and it's hell in the cell twi- yeah. plot twist hell in the cell four months three months early right four months four months excuse me because it's usually in october but it's just like okay because yeah i, I can kind of see it because they're waiting for, uh, I, the last thing I read, like mid July, is that what they're planning as far as like bringing fans back and everything? Mm-hmm. So, but it's just so they must be waiting on that for money in the bank. But it's just like, damn, this is two months in a row, people. Well, not only that, but there there's rumors that it's going to be an MSG, which is going to be very interesting because New York has a lot of different um, regulations, even with like you know all the restrictions and stuff like that, because. In my question is this: This is something I brought up. How are you going to regulate vaccinated people and unvaccinated people? Like, MSG is a privately run business; it's a privately run entity, so they could probably say masks have to stay on. Mm-hmm. Which, in all honesty, that's safer for the wrestlers and for the fans. So it's like, all right, well, what's that? And somebody says, well, I was at WrestleMania. They didn't regulate anything. Well, that's Florida, dumbass. They do anything there. Look at the guy that fucking set his car on fire for putting gas in bags. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. There's going to be a gas shortage. Don't get all the gas. What does everybody do? Runs out and gets all the gas. Then you got cars spontaneously combusting. I wonder why. Heat goes boom. Dumbasses. So it's like, how are they going to regulate it? Personally, I think their best bet is to find an outdoor stadium, like a baseball field, uh, whether it's in the Boston area, Philadelphia area, New York area. Um, well, no, they're thing they're staying on East coast. That's what they said. They're staying on the East coast. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they could do Fenway park, um, Mets, Yankee stadium, Lincoln financial field, MetLife stadium, um citizens bank park they can even go do or uh, the orioles um park there's so many different places where they can actually set this up and do it outside where it's a little bit safer for fans and for the wrestlers um am i upset that hell in the cell is next no because um one hell in the cell is actually one of my more favorite pay- pay-per-views so i'm okay with that because 
I just want to see. I just love the cell, and I'm just, I can't wait to see Bianca in the cell. Uh, Money in the Bank, I think they will save for fans, just like with SummerSlam. Um, I could actually see them pushing. If they move this one, so they probably will put maybe that in October, or maybe they'll switch it with Extreme Rules because Extreme Rules is usually in July. Yeah, that so maybe they... they'll maybe they'll swap things around because I don't see them having Extreme Rules pay per view right after Hell in a Cell. Nah, I don't see that either. So they could they could switch it for July where they can actually do have an outside audience. Um, so, but whatever it is, hey Becky, please come the fuck back. <laughs> and if they do do money in the bank maybe they want to include nxt wrestlers as well so we'll see i heard right. that i read that rumor somewhere so it's like that'd be an interesting concept that'd be cool that'd be cool all right speaking of bianca that's the only match no one's even brought up yet that was a hell of a match but it's like dylan does, did bailey have a point at the end because i missed that thing with like the hair wrapped around the foot and shit like that yeah, she kind of did have a point, and honestly, because I missed it too. Because like the moment the roll up happened, I looked away for a second, and then I looked back, and then the match was over. Uh-huh. So I see her complaining, but then, then I saw the replay because I was able to go back and watch it, and I saw that she did use her hair to uh, kind of roll her up as well. So Bailey did kind of have a point right there, but you already know they're not going back and look at a replay and and starting a match over or nothing like that. Nah. So- yeah, so no, uh, she had a point, but there was no way they were doing nothing about it. And it's funny, it's like, white, white when it was fading out, I heard the ref saying something to her about, like, you've been cheating the whole time and shit mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. All right, so do you think this is the end of, uh, do you think this is the end of uh, Bailey and Bianca, or are they going in the cell? I don't know, really. I mean, because honestly, this whole because I don't watch a lot of SmackDown either. So the matchup of them two kind of felt random for a second, but then the buildup was good for it. So I don't know. It wasn't as random as I thought it was, but maybe mm-hmm. this is the end. Maybe it's not the end. I maybe cause Bailey felt, you know, very cheated towards the end of the match tonight. And then maybe they'll go again in in the cell. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Just out of curiosity, what shows do you watch? I forgot. <laughs> i mean i'm very busy during the week i'm a very busy guy right now uh there's a lot going on in my personal life to be honest so whenever i am able to catch it i do watch it but okay it's just very rare right now with a lot of stuff going on understandable understandable it's like i live a lot of my wrestling life on the dvr because i work yeah. like, i work like 10 to 7 so it's like oh, so, and yeah. sometimes and so it's like sometimes i run over on work so and exactly. e- even with me working from home that happens so yeah Oh shit! All right, <laughs> Kayla, Kayla, what are you thinking? Are we gonna get Bailey and Bianca part two, or is this the end of it? It can go either way. Um, That's not an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, depending how well they think they want to take it. I mean, yeah, we could see another Bailey versus you know Bianca, you know, in Hell in a Cell. Bailey might get it back, beat her ass because she lost to Sasha last year. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it can go either way. How? How is WWE going to book them? Do we want to continue to see that feud? Do we want to, you know, have Bianca prove that she, you know, she knocked out Bailey and, you know, move on. She's going to give him more competition, you know, something. I mean, I can't really give a logical answer because we really don't know. I mean, like I said, if I could actually, you know, trust me, if I could take the EDS sports writers and put them on the creative team of WWE, we would know what they're thinking 24 seven. Um, but I can't do that. So I'm just, it can, 
either way, I mean, I'm not going to say yay and I'm not going to say no, because like I said, anything is possible when it comes to them. So that's very true. That's very true. Jolie? Well, like I said about, um, I was talking about a different match and I said, well, that's how they're going to get their rematch. Um, I think we were talking in group chat about it and um, because it was a wonky call at the end. So it's like, okay, that's how they're going to get the rematch. Well, that's, I think, like, with the whole hair around the foot rolling her up, that's how she can go to Adam Pierce and be like, she blatantly cheated. It's right there. Let me have another shot. Let me put me in the cell. Or we're going to have a returning uh, Sasha um, also coming back for it. Or we could have Liv or Ruby. You know, there's there's so many different possibilities. But, you know, it's right now the, the only two smart possibilities is Bailey and Sasha. Unless a certain fucking Irish woman gets her ass back to the ring, <laughs> I'm like. But they're like, if you think about who's on SmackDown, you've got Tamina and Addy, Liv and Ruby, which are two tag teams that hopefully they're going to fight mm-hmm. each other, and um, you know that's going to be a fantastic match because Natty has put on great matches with the Riot Squad in the past. So I, I kind of can't wait to see how that goes. Um, and unless they put either Nia or Shayna onto Raw or SmackDown from Raw, you know, we'll, we could see that one of those two going against uh, Bianca. I mean, I wouldn't mind this, wouldn't mind seeing Shayna versus Bianca again. You know, I thought they had great matches in NXT, even though Shayna won. But right, right but right now they're like, they're they they've actually kind of fucked up with Shayna, and it's been pissing me off because I know she's a fucking powerhouse. So that's why I was actually kind of glad that they didn't have Shayna be the one get pinned and the tag team title <laughs> match that made me really happy um so it does have merits for bailey to get another match at the cell and then maybe sasha comes back for the um SummerSlam event but again yeah. like we all have to see like is is sasha filming right now is she back with the mandalorian we don't know anything that is going on so um because that could be another thing too. Because I think she was still she still signed up for more episodes of The Mandalorian. I thought I read somewhere, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, can somebody please come back, or can they bring up somebody from NXT that could actually possibly face Bianca on SmackDown? Because SmackDown's women division kind of got a little uh, little uh, worse for wear. Speaking of, I've seen this rumor twice on Twitter twitter or on the internet and everything wwe if you're gonna have a feud with carmella and reckoning can you please get it going i know mia's been working her ass off training she posts a shitload of photos all the time when she's not doing wedding stuff she's ready to go bring her ass on friday nights please and thank you you know it's sad that i keep forgetting that carmella exists <laughs> well no i i'm just shocked they broke up her and Corey. because since he's now on raw she's on smackdown right oh my god oh <sighs> all right so before we wrap before we wrap this up and everything okay so let's see about let's try to do a little predictions or like let's do a little foreshadowing for um fan- fantasy booking for hell in a cell dylan who can we see possibly cd going up against each other anything off the top of your head yet i mean we talked about the women's title for smackdown uh bianca and maybe bailey again or possibly a returning sasha maybe getting that rematch from wrestlemania the raw women's title 
I don't know, maybe a singles between uh, between Rhea and Charlotte. I think we could possibly see that happen. And actually, you know, Charlotte earning it instead of being inserted into it. I, I didn't care for the whole inserting in, into a match like that. Agreed. I didn't care for it. Now, when it comes to the men's titles, I think Roman, oof, that's a tough one. Because, honestly, I would love Cesaro to get another shot. Uh, because he was beat clean. He didn't. There was no help needed for Roman. He didn't see you no know, Jey Uso or anything like that. But Cesaro put up one hell of a fight, and I would just love to see another opportunity for him. Now, when it comes to the, uh, the Raw title, that's just a, I don't know, just a blank for me right now. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Keith Lee maybe come back and get an opportunity. But you already know with the booking for Raw right now, you're going to see possibly another Drew McIntyre and uh, Bobby. You're going to see Bobby versus maybe Braun one-on-one. It seemed like those are the only three guys that are really in that title picture right now. Um, so Raw's booking for the title, I think, is maybe going to go in that direction. I wish it wouldn't, you know, do something new and something that the fans actually, you know. Yes. But I don't know. I think – and tonight, you know, just being on Twitter during an actual pay-per-view is so is so toxic for wrestling fans because they do nothing but compare AEW Ugh. and WWE. Like, because uh, during the whole zombie thing, you saw uh, saw AEW wouldn't do that. Or uh, during another match, oh, AEW does this, but WWE doesn't do that. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, it's so fucking annoying. You know, just enjoy the product. Enjoy the wrestling. Just stop comparing one another. It's so stupid. Like, because honestly, if I could reply to everybody who would do that, I think my uh, tweet replies would just be all the way down. And it's... It's just annoying at this point. Just enjoy the product. Enjoy wrestling. You know, stop arguing for other promotions. Uh, but going back to Hell in a Cell, that's my kind of predictions for those. I don't know okay. if they'll go that direction, but I don't Yeah. I know. It's like, we'll just have to see and everything. Jolly? Predictions. Hmm. Um, honestly, I could actually see Roman versus Jimmy. Okay. In uh, at Hell in a Cell because you know he's kind of feuding with that right now and that could also that could also lead to the feud with Jimmy and Jay. Uh, women's I uh, could see possibly oof. definitely could see a, a tag team title for the women's tag titles with either the Riot Squad or <laughs> Naomi and Lana or a triple threat match between the three, um, which would actually be kind of fun because they're all different styles. Men's tag title I could see Otis and Chad versus the Mysterios. Which would again would be another good match. Um, Shinsuke versus Corbin. I can definitely see that match again because him taking the crown was kind of fucking hilarious because it's like finally somebody stole the Burger King crown from Corbin. He doesn't have it anymore. But I kind of like that it was homage to back when he was in New Japan and he had that giant ass crown in one of his uh, entrances, which was actually really fucking cool. So that could actually possibly happen as well. We can get some non title singles matches. I could see possibly KO versus Apollo for the Intercontinental title. Just taking Big E at it for a little bit and maybe have um, Big E helping Jimmy Uso, like I said earlier. Uh, for the men's uh, Raw tag titles, uh, I have no clue, to be perfectly honest. I don't even know who the hell the tag title tag champions are. AJ Styles AJ and Omos. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. They are be- they're back now. Uh, I, could, I could see the Viking Raiders going against them to be perfectly honest. And I think that would be a, a good match because big man can move. And I think that would be really upsetting to Osmos because of the fact that big man can move. Uh, let's see. I could see possibly even um, the twin towers going against them. 
That's what the, their nickname is for T Bar and Mace. That's what I just that was what I was thinking just now. Oh, I could go yeah. against for the tag titles against Osmos and AJ, which again would be another slap of a match because those are two big guys that could fucking beat ass. Um, I could see possibly if it's not Keith Lee going for the WWE championship, I could see him uh answering Seamus's open challenge for the title and actually beating him. Um even though I'm kind of liking cocky Seamus right now, I love that he has this 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 glow up. Um, I'm kind of enjoying it. And the universe or the, the WWE Championship, I have no fucking clue. Just it's it, that one's so up in the air. Um, but all like it could be Shelton Benjamin for all we know. Like you know, he's pissed off at the world. I like as much as people are like oh Shelton just buried Cedric. Those two put on banger of matches, dude. So I'm actually kind of interested to see where Shelton goes and the, the end of his run you know I think that he also deserves uh, some type of title not the heavyweight championship or the universal but like definitely given the American the United States title or something like that yeah okay cool beans Kayla got anything in mind um obviously if I I would definitely love to see T-Bar and Mace go up against AJ Styles and Omos for the Royal Tag Team titles um Definitely would be one hell of a match. Um, as far as the, and I truthfully forgot that AJ and Omos had the titles until Jolie said something about it. I was just like, oh yeah, they have the tag titles. Um, but um, as far as WWE Championship, like Dylan said, it's kind of up in the air. Like, are they going to revolve it around Drew? They're going to revolve it around Braun? Or is it going to be both of them? You know, somebody different. That one's kind of up in the air for me. Can't give you. Um, okay. Definitely or probably um as far as Roman be a kickoff towards him and Jimmy starting. Maybe Jay might get involved and they'll lead into Jimmy and Jay going at it. Um SmackDown Women's Championship. I could possibly see a returning Sasha, maybe get involved. Triple threat match between her, Bailey, and Bianca would be pretty nice. Um definitely as far as the Rawls, um, Miss Rhea Ripley. Congrats on um retaining but you got a little cocky there and you were bragging way too much to the queen so yeah a little bit uh, so i could possibly see the nightmare of brutality with the queen going at it in hell in a cell um smackdown tag team titles probably on the line um and i'm going green with jolie otis and gable i never they're just the type of tag team that you gotta love especially otis (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, so um, I wouldn't mind seeing them be the ones to be thrown Mysterios. Um, and truthfully, nothing else comes to mind right now as far as like a some rest of them could be up for grabs. Um, but I would definitely love to. I actually was really excited when Sheldon actually beat Cedric because Cedric got cocky. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, hey, man, hey, I'm here. I still wrestle. You know, I still got it. So um, but yeah, give him, you know, throw some maybe a U.S. title or something worthy you know bring all your superstars up that you think would you know deserve a chance so Mm -hmm. you know something makes something happen but hey like we stated as wwe anything happens anything will go okay jester has another jester has another point Uh oh uh no 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 no. uh so i just found this that money in the bank 2021 is going to be on july 18th 2021 um at, at the yingling center in tampa florida SummerSlam is August 22nd is 2 TBD to be determined. Clash of Champions is September 19th to be determined location. 
Extreme Rules 2021 is actually back in Dingling Center in Florida. And Survivor Series, November 21st, 2021, is to be determined. So four Ooh. or three of the upcoming pay-per-views are to be determined. So SummerSlam is definitely probably going to be in front of audiences um, because I think at that time it would be safe for at least half capacity, even though they're saying full capacity. Right. If somebody that works in a stadium, that, that's not safe for the stadium workers. So at least half to maybe 75% capacity just to give us a little breathing room because we haven't done it in over a year. Um, you know, so there's that. Like I said, I best thing for them to do is to do it outside. But, yeah. but before we do end this, I, I do want to go over the matches coming up in NXT. We've got two championship matches coming up on on Tuesday. There's one for sure. Cage match. What's the set? I know the cage match. What's the second one? Isn't the Finn carrying cross? cross? Car- oh, that's next, car- that's next week. Oh, it's next week? Oh, okay. Okay. Stop reading my mind because I was actually about to squeeze that one in too. So since you brought it up, who's winning the cage match? Bronson fucking Reed. <laughs> Fuck you, Johnny Gargano, you fucking little bitch. I'm so <laughs> sick of the way. I'm so sick of the way, and I cannot wait for Indy Hartwell to realize how much they've been screwing her over. Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like enough of that shit. Dylan, who you got? I'm going Bronson Reed as well. I think uh, this is finally a time to get it. Exactly. Oh, same here, same here. Kayla? I'm going to agree with our jester and say Johnny fucking Gargano's got to go. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Brunson Reed is finally going to rightfully claim that NXT North American Championship. And Johnny, just buddy, you use, I'm not going to say you're one of my favorites now because you annoy the hell out of me, but bud, give up. Okay, just just step down. Go celebrate with your wife that she's got a tag title. So just, yeah, and yeah, just go on. <laughs> Johnny just needs to get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> For real. Oh, God. Oh, oh, I love recaps. They're always so fun and feisty because it's like we go into the straight after a pay-per-view and we're all jacked up and stuff. So it's all fun. Dylan, thanks again for joining us, man. Uh, June 11th, y'all coming back? Yes, uh, June 11th, we're returning as a two-man team along with my cousin Jordan and I. Uh, it's, it's kind of a relaunch for us, I guess you could say, since we're taking so much time off. But yes, uh on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch, all for the World Elite Podcast. We are coming back June 11th. Sweet. Can't wait. Can't, can't wait, man. Just best of luck. And it's like, we're here if you, we're here if you need us. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for having me on. It was awesome. All right. All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. And tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>